0: Education, clothing and food are fundamental pillars of support. Yet, sadly, they remain inaccessible to many individuals and families in need. When work goes beyond providing material support, it instills hope, empowers individuals and creates a sense of belonging within communities that may have otherwise felt forgotten. Hi, I'm Tej, bringing you narratives of change, of hope and inspiration via Chizuba Talks. Today's guest is a dentist by profession and a philanthropist by passion, With a heart full of empathy and a burning desire to make a difference, she stands as a beacon of hope for underserved communities. From advocating the education sponsorship To ensuring special needs children, they need the support they deserve. To spearheading clothing drives that restore dignity to trafficking victims and orchestrating meal sponsorships that nourish bodies and souls, Rajini Priya, or Priya, is a force of unwavering commitment. Welcome to the podcast, Rajini.
1: Thank you, Tej.
0: Rachidi, you were born into a family of physicians uh, of traditional Indian medicine, Ayurveda. uh, And do you you attribute your ideology of equality and sharing from growing up in the deeply rooted culture of India?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I give everything that what I'm doing through the family, uh, the roots of my family and uh, the values that were imparted to us uh, at a very young age. And as we are growing up, we grew with these values absorbed into our understanding. And uh, the environment around us, and the teachers uh, who taught us, not just education, but the values of life. So everything uh, all came together uh, to what we are today.
0: True. And uh, who is your target audience, as in who do you serve, and what are the programs that you run? I know two big questions in one, but you can take your time. (laughs)
1: So uh, as you rightly said, all these essential resources are uh, uh, very integral to one's own sustenance and growth. But uh, are we making the present generation aware of that? Are we making them equipped uh, to be able to self-sustain and to be able to help others? These two are the questions that what we had in our minds and we always have in our minds. And that's exactly the reason like why uh, through the organization We empower the youth to serve the youth. We empower the youth to serve the children and families. And we inspire the families to come forward and help everyone around. So uh, in one nutshell, if I have to answer your question, yes, uh, we uh, serve the underserved children and seniors and special needs kids. But uh, the way we are doing it is unique. The innovative ways what we have brought uh, in connecting, bridging the children and youth to the children and youth and making them understand the world around them. And, uh, you know, to make them an integral component of the community is how we are serving the communities.
0: So when you are talking about age, uh, very young children or even high school students and beyond?
1: Yes, uh, from the age five to all the way to the college graduation is how we engage them. And uh, serving the communities as well, like we we serve the children and uh, we also serve the seniors. Like I said, all the vulnerable sections of the community is whom we serve. Uh, So seniors, children, special needs kids, medical and public health needs of the community, essential needs of the community is what our focus areas of service are.
0: So how do you categorize it? Uh, Do you have a team that decides that uh, this area or this community needs help with uh, education or is it on a first come first serve basis?
1: Um, No, we do have a team like who does the uh, ground research and uh, we go by the demographics of the area that what we have identified as a needy community. And uh, we also see that how many nonprofits are there serving them and how many youth nonprofits are there serving? There? Are there any youth groups? Like, you know, if uh, either we engage our own youth in the areas that we can serve directly or we collaborate with the youth groups in the area and we empower them to be able to go and help out the communities in need, and we strategize, we draft the policies, how and what we can do. And. How do we go about uh, serving this community and how do we identify? So, we have definitely have a strategy in uh, place uh, about uh, choosing the community and identifying the needs and the ways to address these needs. So, uh, once we have those uh, logistics worked on, uh, anytime, like if we are uh, thinking about serving a community, it takes about at least three to four months for us to. Uh, do the ground research and then uh, come to a design and then uh, start the planning and then uh, coming up with the implementation strategy.
0: Right. So, Rajini, could you uh, tell us about the plan of action when somebody comes in or when you take up a case study, what exactly happens to that uh, case?
1: Okay, when they come, come with the request, uh, firstly, We look through uh, the legitimate uh, legitimacy of this request. Like, is this uh, institution or this nonprofit is a registered one or not? And uh, uh, what are the uh, demographics of this institution? Like, uh, are they serving uh, the communities that we that aligns with our mission? What we are intending to, you know, so does it come under that? And uh, uh, do they meet the requirements of what we are looking for serving? And after all of this, then we also see that if they are, if they have any support or do not have any support at all, are they? Uh, firstly, like because we have to send the. Um, there are two ways of helping, right? Like uh, sending them the funding and then um, uh, sending them the human resources, like where they can be there on the location and then help them with the actual uh, help what they would need on the ground, right? So we would gauge the need their need in these two terms and. In, uh, there are some institutions, some uh, nonprofit groups, or some uh, organizations like where they're they're truly in need. Unfortunately, they do not have the FCRA, like which is what is required like uh, for them to receive the foreign funding, right? So in such case, um, and and if if the need is like really uh, genuine, uh, after our uh, you know ground research, like uh, through our teams, like uh, who are there locally present and uh, who give us the report, and uh, we go by that um so after all of that if we see that they are in need of uh, help and but they, but we cannot be helping any from here then we strategize it to the uh, direct help on the ground so we send them the youth groups like uh, who can go read that and uh be there in the in, in the vicinity of their premises and uh, understand the needs and then um, uh, you know address their uh, situation uh with a good plan with a period of time, like say six months or one year, and we take it like that in a, in a way that you know we are setting the goal, like what is that we are trying to achieve for them, what is that we are trying to accomplish for them? I mean not uh, the one what we accomplish for ourselves is a satisfaction right firstly, that we made a difference in someone's life, right, but is it tangible enough like for them to have a long lasting impact? Is it uh something that that is going to stay there for them uh, even after we leave the uh, organization? So uh, the sustenance, the sustenance is the most uh, the important uh, key aspect of what we look for. If we are doing a male sponsorship to any uh, shelter home, uh, it is. I mean, we are doing it in a way that it is not only helping them then, but it should also help them later on too. So we strategize in that fund the budget spending plan too for them. So we teach them about that as well. It's not just about giving them money, but it is about empowering them to know the ways of managing it with a good, um, effective measures.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love the idea of not just giving something for the sake of giving and helping them tight over that period, but also mm-hmm. helping them sustain for a longer period. Now, obviously, this is going to take a lot of time, a lot of effort on your part, on the part of your team. So uh, how how do you resource these people? and? You know, of course, you need humans uh, to (laughs) understand and strategize and help out, work out a plan. And you need material. So uh, Mm -hmm. with this is uh, your day job is uh, being a dentist and you (laughs) connect with all these people in your spare time or you make time for these people. So obviously, the people that are working with you are also having day jobs. How do you manage this?
1: well uh, when i began this organization i wasn't working as a dentist here thankfully so i had my uh, free time although having said that i do have family and my primary job is as a mother so definitely like so, you know, so do we say uh,
0: sorry to interrupt you but do we say that uh, only when you have free time uh, the you know all these creative thoughts take uh, root and they fertilize
1: no, not, not 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 definitely. But I said no. What I meant to say is that in the formative years, we need to give more time, right? So at that form, at uh, that time, that when I'm forming, when I was forming this organization, and when I was bringing everything together, I had a little bit of that uh, room for me to uh, spend time, you know. But the creative thoughts is all purely because of the the pipeline of passion, what uh, constantly flows, you know. If that passion is not there. Uh, it is just not possible to uh, come with any creative thoughts. And it is very important to contain that passion and so that it is, you know, uh, on a long-term. thing. If we do not contain that well, then uh, we get drained or we get burnt out. And then pretty soon, like, uh, everything is, like, dying down and then you are, like, uh, out of the groove. But for me, uh, what my uh, focus is that, like I said, how I'm thinking about organizations to be on a sustenance mode the passion what i have should also be sustaining and uh, what we are uh, uh, imparting to the youth should also be on a long term thing so today if they are volunteering for an activity tomorrow they're doing the activity and then uh, the, uh, the, uh, in the in the future in the near future they're probably designing something that's going that's based on this experience like what they are grooming for themselves now you know so and the team that uh, that you mentioned uh, i'm really proud to say that uh, i we began probably with a handful of our team members like say i think uh, 7 to 9 members that that was that that, that was it when i had yeah <laughs> that was it and now today we have about 30 plus uh, volunteering staff i must that say volunteering amazing. staff yes and and uh, you know these volunteering staff like you said uh, majority of them have day jobs and uh, uh, even if they are not in day jobs they are full time um, working uh, I would say that uh they're working for their home you know the homemakers yeah. so it, and it is very demanding here it's very demanding that you got to do everything all by yourself you have absolutely no help even to seek help you need to have that room to seek help you know the try, the time absolutely, and the resources yes. and all that uh unlike how it is a little bit of a luxury media um so with this volunteering staff identifying their strength and identifying their passion and uh you know placing them in the right areas and uh, utilizing utilizing their uh, uh, expertise Skills. in the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the skill sets and the expertise, knowledge that what they come with. And, and, and see, everybody wants to do a genuine work page and everybody's looking for that kind of a channel. It is just that they need to uh, get that substratum, the substratum to grow their passion or to grow their, uh, you know, uh, the 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 energy what they're bringing in uh for it to grow to be able to do more you know everybody is looking for that i'm just uh uh, like you know providing that substratum for them and thankfully the right uh, like uh, like like-minded people passionate people came together and once uh i placed the idea in mind and then you know this is what like i would want to do everybody chipped in that let's do this way let's do that way like you know they're coming with their ways and then uh, right from the day one, I was uh, 100% sure that I want to do it in the legitimate way and no shortcuts. Mm-hmm. And because if we are taking shortcuts, then the children are taking uh, the same yes, too. Yes, you are setting the We have to be example. the right yeah. example, exactly. So uh, the, from the step, uh, the, from the point of them stepping into the organization as a member, they're observing you, they're watching you, and they're learning a lot by watching. Our children observe us too. They learn a lot by watching us maybe some of them are genetic traits but a lot comes from the observation so what we are uh, giving them what we are showing them what we are imparting uh, silently or um, i mean uh, uh, with the full awareness or unaware yes. either ways i'm conscious of that all the time so by grooming uh, from the members to the volunteering staff and to the and seeking timely advice from our advisory panel and uh, also like you know uh, collaborating with the right kind of uh, partners this was uh, possible you know this kind of because sometimes the ground research and all that even if they do they might need some inputs from the partners and because of this unique approach what we are uh, doing and with the the genuinity in that the partners were also very open and very accommodated to give us the right information too you know quite often it is it is possible that why should I help you what is it in it for me? Like, you know, if I'm helping you, but we never really came across like that. And those kind of things, because I believe in symbiosis. If they are helping us, then we should also be helping their needs too. So that way, this collaboration, this partnership grows with a positive environment around. Yeah. You know, so
0: beautifully so, put, you know, the symbiotic relationship between uh, partner organizations and you and bringing mm-hmm. together passionate people who really feel mm-hmm. for uh, the cause is extremely important I'm, I'm glad you're at the cusp of that uh, you're at the intersection of you know where you get everything and then you are able to put forth quality uh, programs right. let's take a break to understand what chisuba is everyone at some point ponders and how this beautiful life can be made more meaningful Maybe you're a leader trying to enhance your employees' experience at your organization. Or you already work for the community and seek volunteers with state-of-the-art skills to strengthen your nonprofit. Whatever your situation, know that you can make a difference. Chizuba began with this very vision. A vision to facilitate every skill and every passion in the world in meeting a social need. Corporate volunteering has several benefits for both businesses and organizations. In parallel, experienced and enthusiastic volunteers join NGO workers, enabling them to serve the community more effectively. Chizuba offers everyone looking to add purpose and meaning to their lives, a chance to connect or volunteer virtually with nonprofit organizations from over 100 countries around the world visit www.chizuba.net and explore opportunities to find meaning chizuba your platform to do good and now back with our guest uh, so priya tell me uh, you have something called as internships and uh, you yes. have activities and projects uh, that you connect uh, people with could you explain mm-hmm. a little bit about that
1: yes our internships are unpaid internships uh, we are right now. We are offering it in uh, uh, in the summertime. Um, we began with, uh, uh, you know, the internship works in both the uh, countries, like in the US and India. Like I would give an example. Um, you must have heard about marrow donation, right? The ba- the bone marrow donation. Yes yes, 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 yes. Right. Um, so this is a worldwide thing, and uh, each country has got their own organizations, but doing the same work and they are uh, but not not everyone is aware of that and right. uh, and, and uh, this one like um, this particular thing when the internship when we gave them this project of uh, researching about uh, the percentage of registries at, across uh, among the uh, south asian community and the disparity of it what is the need of uh, the registry that we are looking for this is in in partnership with vidhamach that we did this and um, you know the same uh, research work like what we asked and uh, I must tell you this this is done by the high schoolers with uh, professional mentors that we provided this was done by the high schoolers and I'll I'll also tell you the impact of it like where it is going and why do we bring these course-based internships for them and everything mm-hmm. that what we provide to the high schoolers is all cause based. There's no fancy internships that what we give them, where they would come and say that okay, do you do something like aeronautical engineering thing stuff and all that? So they're children; mm-hmm. they ask like that. But but we derive them saying that okay, that's a very fancy one. I would love to do that. But how about this? <laughs> and you know, we give them a little bit of knowledge. So the, we we uh, make it a very professional process where they apply, the interview, and then we see the you know, passion and uh, you know that is a very very important one for them uh i mean for us to see that they have that awareness about why they are applying for this and why do they mm-hmm. want to do this and what is it they're seeking to learn through this internship project and all that so the different parameters that what we take into consideration mm-hmm. and we have a panel that who does the interviews and all that and um, uh, and after the, uh, once they're selected then uh, we place them into the project uh, Like locally and also internationally, like which is India. That's where we have our team. So you know we place them. So this particular one, like when we're doing it, when they were doing the South Asian community uh, research on the South Asian community and the um, the stats of that, and also the uh, socio uh, what do you you call that? Um, You know the the ratio of that, like you know social aspects of it, like you know what is their understanding Mm -hmm. and. Uh, uh what what more do we need to do this kind of an uh, uh summarizing uh stuff too like they have done in that and uh, the same thing they have done in uh, india as well with datri the same time some of the interns okay. like in the team some interns, because we wanted them to understand what is the commonality of this in both the countries and what is the mm-hmm. difference and uh, what is the difference in the perception of the people here and over there is there any difference or Is it similar? And, uh, you know, what is the global perspective of this problem? What do we have to do? Like, if we don't make them think, we don't make them get this hands-on experience and make them think, what are they going to do when they become doctors tomorrow? They would only think about uh, the numbers, but not about the people, not about the problem or the solutions, right? So right. when, uh, so as part of this project, they were uh, some, they, they were asked to like, you know they, there are some requisites that what they have to follow in the project, right? So the one of the requisites is uh, they have to uh, interview a donor who has donated, who had donated the bone marrow uh, for okay. a patient, hmm. and also uh, interview a recipient who received that. So to understand both sides of the coin and right. uh, a, a kid in um, uh, India went, and, and uh, this kid was like going for her summer vacation with her parents and uh, and then she accommodated her time uh, to do the project in India and she did that and uh, she's today she is a, a neuroscience major a student in UT Austin Amazing. and she continues to yeah she continues to work for the bone marrow registry uh, the the work what she had learned at that time and she the the experience that what the donor has shared with her in the interview was eye-opening for her Mm -hmm. an an experience something that she will never forget you know and this you know these are the things that what they come across when they do at the same time like you know another project is like going out into the community and assessing the needs of the community so Mm -hmm. this is like if anybody is from the background of an masters in epidemiology or public health and all that would understand like what is community needs assessment but high schooler probably might not know but we are making them learn that hands on we are guiding them we we have mentors who are from that expertise field and mentoring them to do uh, how to do what to do and where to do and that kind of stuff but you know they go and they do it this year they're doing it and they're understanding about that and so tomorrow when they are going uh, you know often what I hear from these volunteers is that the communities where they serve be it in india or here the children whom they have sponsored meals be it there or here the experience what they're getting is shaping up their thoughts for the future, for their own future
0: Yes, very true very true and you are not just dealing with that one situation like i i like that throughout you have this continuity you have this flow that will that they will carry on into their lives ahead, also, mm-hmm. and that impacts so much of the society, isn't it? It's one person thinking the way uh, this uh, neuroscientist is, or neuro, uh, you know, surgeon is doing. Yeah. So you are changing an entire perspective of an entire community of an entire location, also. That is just the yeah. beauty of this entire thing. Just amazing, wonderful. Uh, I know uh, I uh, my next question was actually uh, asking you about the success and impact of your program, but you already answered that. right, <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah. wonderful. I'm uh, glad that you are doing what you are doing. I'm glad that you're collaborating with the students and organizations. And uh, there is one collaboration that you have put up on your website which i'd like to talk about it is the mm-hmm. hearts learning center of drishti foundation
1: little hearts little hearts little learning hearts center.
0: little hearts learning yes. center uh, yes. is there any uh, thing that you could share here and
1: get sure. people to understand Absolutely. what you are doing yes. I, I i love talking about them i love talking about them because because of uh, the wonderful works, what they're doing uh, through the District Foundation and also at the Little Hearts Learning Center. Mm, so when you were asking about like how do we uh, determine um, the, the previous question, like where uh, we were halfway through, uh, it comes back to this again, uh, that uh, uh, this boy in Little Hearts Learning Center um, he is uh, run by the uh, funding of their uh, his uh, grandparents' grandparents' pension. He lived. I mean, the, the family is running on the grandparents' pension because the parents are daily wage workers.
0: Okay. My goodness! And
1: yes, and this grandparent, the uh, the granddad, uh, you know, he uh, probably retired as a constable or something. So you can understand like uh, what kind of a yeah, pension he must yeah. be getting, not much, right? So in uh, dollar sense, like if I have to say, this is like less than $1,000 per annum, less than $1,000 per annum. And this boy is such a brilliant one, like, you know, meaning if the therapy is given at the right time, because therapy is a very, very key component in their growth uh, for the special need yeah. kids. And, uh, you know, the the reason I'm so passionate about them is because uh, I I firstly do not like to call them as special needs because, um, you know, uh, differently able is also not the term that what I would uh, uh, like to call because I feel that, you know, they're just like us. It's just that they think, they, they need some time to think or they need some time to say. That's all. It is just that small lapse. And. There is a different way that, you know, these kids function. That's it. Uh, So coming back to this, this boy, uh, he, like I said, he lives, he is fully dependent upon the grandparents uh, pension thing, right? So when I came to know about that, and, uh, you know, uh, firstly, the founders of the Shri Foundation themselves are parents to uh, children with spectrum it this, this 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 was born out of their desire to make it efficient why because they saw the hardships of uh, for their own children like you know how hard it was like for them to get an inclusive educational space for their children that you know the change what we are looking for what we are hoping for why can't we be the change you know, these the, both the wonderful ladies, they thought about that. And uh, they, they formed the Drishti Foundation. And then they came up with this Little Hearts Learning Center, which is an arm of a branch of the Drishti uh, Foundation's, uh, you know, the mission. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this is an institution in Chambore that I was talking about, like where they're doing uh, the, uh, the therapy and the, the integration of therapy and education uh, at the global standards, and, and they're doing it with such an, such a passionate uh, you know heart and um, in, with an uh, understanding of the limitations of the staff most importantly and then the children families and do it in a very accommodative way that when uh, uh, we came to know about uh, these children uh, we were ready to help the child and and uh, I was so impressed that uh, the uh, institution founders, then they immediately backed our decision saying that, hey, if you are wanting to sponsor, we will reduce the fee as well, uh, the, the fee that water we could. And then they slashed the fee because, uh, you know, that, that is like, you know, so that this boy could get the therapy. It, it is actually at their own expense that they're slashing the fee. It's you not know, the some services what they, uh, they they took it upon them. It's uh, nothing like you know uh, uh, what they could uh, otherwise you know could have put and all that. But Challenge, see, yes. such is the such is the su- such is the response to uh, genuine help. What we are trying to do, uh, so at their own expense they are uh, slashing it so that we could get some uh, donors, right? And uh, when uh, we came with that and this boy, like uh, you know, even in the COVID time, uh, the therapy didn't stop for him even in the trying yeah trying and testing times mm-hmm. of covid the therapy and all that continued for this boy and you know the virtual means as well so it is during this time that uh, just before covid hit i guess in the uh, i think just a couple of months before covid hit us one of our uh, members like they they traveled to mumbai mm-hmm. so the way that what we have laid out in our organization is Anyone who is sponsoring, we keep the doors open between the sponsor and the beneficiary. uh, And so that they go, they get to see them. Exactly. Because we want them to understand like why we are doing this. And we never shy away from telling them that, hey, this is the percentage of the funding what we're keeping for operations. We, We don't shy away from that. We do tell them. This is what the thing is, and this is how much is going into the surveys and all that. So, in 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 that sense, then there is nothing that why you have to shield it away, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, and yes. and when they went and they visited and they saw the boy, they were more than happy to support him a little more. They 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 took some, uh, uh, in you know the the way that they they, they responded to that is completely different. And uh, after that, when the COVID hit, then you know one of the internship projects what they proposed was an app that can uh, uh, enhance their education and keep it continual even in their homes because a lot of the apps, educational apps for these special needs kids are uh, with paid memberships we said and then, then we thought. I mean uh, the Little Hearts uh, 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 director Reshmi, she told she gave me the detailed report of like how many apps are there and how much do they have to pay and all that and uh, with their uh, support and because we need to understand their needs as well, right? like what kind of thing they're looking for So the high schoolers, during that internship, they designed this app called Impact Learning. And uh, they uh, did this. And we are offering this app for free. Because we want it to be available for the children. The technology, the the, the brains, what they have, we want to put those for a good cause. So tomorrow when these youngsters, like when they're going to be software engineers or something, a part of that will tell them that, hey, let me do something nice besides what I'm earning you know uh, you're planting the like, seeds yeah, yeah. you're <laughs>
0: planting the seeds of uh, generosity and generosity is a cascade effect like you say when you do something the other person feels uh okay i should also probably do it it's not like a circle yeah that comes around that's really wonderful so Great. that um,
1: app so uh-huh. that app and uh, this uh, support for the therapy and uh, a storybook what uh, the interns have designed and, and uh, illustrated and written authored uh it's on amazon kindle too so these are the ones that what we gave back to the institution to the children our interns from here they read the book to them they uh they they gave the like we got the licensure for the for this app in india as well so they use the app for the children there because everything was going virtual at that time right it's very hard to Keep up with uh, the you yes, know the needed yes, uh, yes. practice for these children like you know uh, in institutions. I mean um, uh, for the special needs kids at homes. So these are the things that how we came innovative ways to help them and to keep that uh, continued because a lot of the institutions have shut down, but Little Hearts continue to do in every mm-hmm. possible way to keep that therapy to keep that education because they need the repetitive instructions for them and if uh, you leave them for a day or two it's last if the gap. lapse, what you would see mm-hmm. yeah the lapse would only like uh, exponentially increase so to avoid that they kept continuing continue. to uh, do that and from here whatever the uh, help we could do we continue to give that because as a virtual medium if today you and me are talking so happily through this medium it's all thanks to that <laughs> you know yeah, so absolutely. we took Definitely. the best advantage of that <laughs> but for a good True. cause Wonderful.
0: Wonderful it is it one is it um, something that really really gives you so much of joy and happiness to everybody in that circle who is giving, who is receiving and uh, yeah it's uh, it's just amazing. Thank you, uh, Priya. it was wonderful talking to you and uh, on the on a last note, uh, I have a fun question to ask you. Uh, if you sure. had to have a superhero mascot. Uh, what would the special powers be to that mascot and uh, what would they possess to you know, inspire children and youth?
1: Um, it was, it's uh, interesting that you're asking me this question. Just this morning, I was playing the truth or dare with my daughter and I got a question like this in the game. <laughs> and it was asking me the same question. So I would say, uh a mascot that has a magic powers to manifest what you think so um, then you know so you would, if yeah. that can be there yeah and it would just speed then, up things yes so Super. that's and what I would, would you, I would hope what
0: would you name this mascot
1: what would i name this mascot hmm.
0: well i'll leave you with that food like for thought and you can write <laughs> that back to me and i'll put it on sure. the thumbnail <laughs>
1: I'll surely think of that it hasn't come to me the spontaneous but yeah definitely
0: it is wonderful Priya it was lovely talking to you Uh, thank you for sharing your story thank you for all that you are doing you are touching so many lives you are touching lives which probably don't even know that they need help but they are reaching out uh, in some way or the other I'm sure this is going to end up with some not end up but it will Flourish into something more thriving, something more giving, and make this society a better place. You Thank are you. bridging the divide, also, right, uh, from countries. That also is a is a beautiful way to connect people and individuals.
1: If I can add something to it, like the organization name goes, you no, know, the organizational name is Unite and Inspire, right? Yes. So yes. Uh, it's in short, it is you and I.
0: Yeah, it's, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize so that. That's,
1: <laughs> yeah, that, so I, I was very particular about that. I wanted that you and I and what are the names and what we could get. And so uh, when I started this, I shared with two other beautiful souls and uh, they came and they joined hands with me. And then uh, because it, it was all here. You know, yeah. I had to share my thought and then uh, tell them like I laid uh, like a blueprint. I laid everything out there and then explained them like this is what I want to do for the youth. This is how I want to see them flourishing and we want them to grow and all that kind of thing. Beautiful. When we are thinking about the names, this was what it was, and it is simply you and I. So any, if you if you look at the big picture. Uh, Or, uh, you know, uh, look at the world. It's nothing but you and I. You and I, absolutely. And if I'm able to make you happy and you're able to make me happy
0: with all this giving and
1: sharing and caring and all that, this world is going to be a beautiful one.
0: It is, indeed, indeed. And I'm going to leave the audience with that thought. You and I can make a difference, even if it is a small one, it will lead to this ripple effect and change the way the society works. Thank you so much for being on this podcast.
1: My pleasure, this Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share my thoughts.